with J-Dubs and Rocky. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Rockin' Royal Oak, Michigan. Be sure to find us at podcastdetroit.com. What time is it? It's Nooner time. Better bring me a mirror. It's nooner time. Happy hump day. Yeah, happy hump day, <laughs> huh? All right, so uh, Rocky's out, um, and you're co-hosting with me today. I am. Yeah, look at you, multitasking. I know, right? You. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so what did you do yesterday? Uh, I attempted to watch the eclipse. What which do you mean I you thought, attempted? I just, okay, so we were supposed to go to Nashville. To watch see, the eclipse? Yeah, well, that and my best friend lives there. So oh, I was okay. going to go visit him. Oh, I didn't see know that. See the eclipse. Chris was going to go to some hippie concert, and we we're all going to meet oh. up and then go see it. And, you know, that didn't Kinda work out. Kind of like a Woodstock experience or something like uh, that? For him, yeah. yeah. For me, <laughs> just more like visiting and then going to see the eclipse. And we we're going to camp in the Smokies, but that didn't work out. So, you know, what happened over there and what happened over here was totally different. (laughs) Right. No, you're right about that. So So what did you, where'd you watch, did you look, did you watch it? Well, we went out by uh, Stony Creek out that way to go like watch Mm -hmm. it. Did you buy the glasses and do all that good stuff? it just, it didn't look as cool because it wasn't, you couldn't see it. Like it didn't turn to night here, like for a minute like it did in Nashville. So I was like, oh, I took the day off work for. Oh, you did? (laughs) Well, like many other people. Did. Yeah. So I was, um, and then I drank. What yeah, and then, yeah, and then you celebrated, right? <laughs> the right. solar eclipse, right? Um, okay. So I am not a scientist at all, so I had like, no idea what to expect. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to get really dark. So yeah, actually, that's what I thought too. Yeah, what I was doing was working on the dime interview uh-huh. and waiting for something to happen. I kept waiting and waiting, and um, finally, I texted my husband. I said, "Hey, I think it missed our house or something because nothing's <laughs> happening around here." He's like, "No, go get the mask or whatever." So I did go check it out, and I thought it was really cool. I yeah, mean, you know. So a friend of mine, Chris Long, and his buddy Lorenzo, they actually went down to Kentucky. They oh, really? Just, yeah, they. Uh, so there was that uh, the town um, Hopkinsville. 
Okay. I guess there were like over 50,000 people there. Oh, my God. They were in a big cornfield. Um, all the media was there. Like, they were with the Channel 4 people from Detroit, oh, um, wow. Ben Bailey. Uh-huh. And uh, he said that there were TV stations from Japan and everything else. But wow. talking to him, it's, I feel like I really missed out because he really couldn't even explain it to me. He goes, I just can't explain what it was like. And I was like, well, what was it like? <laughs> I mean, and he said that it did get dark there. It got a lot darker than it did here. That's what I wanted. And and he said that it got very quiet Mm -hmm. at that time because everybody was watching it. And then it lasted for like a little over two minutes. And after that, everybody started cheering. Wow. And he just said it was very emotional and... Just the way you described it was really cool. I said, was it like a tailgating party? And he said, yeah. Well, I mean, when there's that many people and you're all doing the same thing, like, you know, that's always cool. And you know what? I mean, just think about it. Yesterday, that's what the focus was on. I I felt like, okay, finally, you know, the country, everybody likes each other for a hot minute, you know? Like you can't hate one another over the No, no. So anyway, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and you know what else was really weird is I was listening to the um, album that we're going to be talking about today, and mm-hmm. the last song on the album is Feeling the Earth Move, uh-huh. and that's what played while I was watching it. I was like, okay, oh, this that's is perfect. really... It was perfect, <laughs> so... Uh, so everybody else was talking about um, the big song that... What, what's the song that everybody's talking about? Um, Total Eclipse of yeah, the Heart? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's supposedly, I guess. Or Black Hole Song. Like, those were, like, the songs oh, for really? yesterday. Well, yeah. I, I have a new one. I think Feeling the Earth Move yeah. was the appropriate song. So, anyway. Totally. So, that was it. So, you had a good time and yeah. you got to say I you participated. And yeah. I mean, do, I wasn't do you remember really what it looked like? <laughs> I mean, it was just little half moonish thingy yeah that's all mm-hmm. so it was like all right now we'll just go celebrate to drink celebrate. <laughs> all right well guess what it's our favorite time for the show time to get ready now So, uh, Sabrina, those of you that are not on the can't hear, you guys are just watching us like, what are they doing? <laughs> We're singing to our theme song, the intro. Okay. They're all just like looking at me. Anyway, it's time for our favorite segments called What's the Wish, What's the Way, and What's in the Way? And this is a segment that's designed to showcase the stories of talented and gutsy individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. And today we have a house full of talented emerging artists from the Detroit Institute of Music Education, DIME. The school is known for preparing students for success, walking them through every aspect of the music business. I would describe it as an all-inclusive education. Recently, these students participated in the production of DIME Sessions Volume 3 album, the album is a compilation of different genres and is set to drop this Friday, August 25th. You'll be able to get your copy on Amazon, Apple Music, Google Play, and Spotify. So I want to welcome to the Nooner Show, Devin, Frankie, Allie, Avilin, Deja, Angelo, Granger, Olivia, George, Sabrina, and Noel. Did I get everyone? Yeah. We have a house so. full here. <laughs> this is kind of... I, it is a lot. We had quite a few people last week, too, but that was a celebration party for our 100th episode. So now I feel like we're having another celebration I here. I feel the same way. It's a big celebration <laughs> because Friday's a big day for you guys. 
yeah. right? Yep. So I'm going to have you guys go around, and I know we're taking turns here because I think there's about 10 people, 9 people in the room. Uh, but I'm going to have you go around and just give us your name and how long you've been with Dime and what you're studying. Okay, we'll start okay. with. Uh, my name is Allie Evenson. Um, I, this is my second year at Dime, and I'm studying vocal performance. Uh-huh. What's going on? My name is Deja Blue, and this is also my second year at Dime in the vocal performance program. Great. I'm A. Villain. This is my second year at Dime. I'm a songwriter. Well, listen to that voice. <laughs> you should be on the radio. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm Angelo Coppola. Um, I'm in my third year at Dime, my last year, and I'm in uh, the music entrepreneurship program. Oh, I'm going to pick your brain today. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, that's awesome. Hi, my name is George Wilson. I am in my second year at Dime, and I am a commercial songwriter, or in commercial songwriting. Oh, wow. Hi, I'm Olivia Combs, and I'm in my second year at Dime, and I am a vocal performance major. Oh, great. You guys want to just pipe up to Mike here and introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Frankie. I am second year at Dime, and second year at Dime. Second year. What are you um, studying? Music industry studies. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Hey, guys. My name is Devin Woodson. I'm in my second year at Dime, and I'm studying vocal performance. Oh, good for you. Uh, howdy, I'm Alex Murphy. Um, I'm also in my second year at Dime. Um, I go by Granger. Um, I'm in the music industry studies program. Great. And now you're also part of the internship program, right? Yes, that's right. Okay, so you're a student as well as you're interning. Yeah, that and that's a recent thing, so yeah. Okay, okay. How's it going? I'm Noel Herbert, and I'm a songwriter at Dime, um, and this is my third and last year. Wow, and you're also part of the internship. Yeah, I am. I okay, am. so the internship program is separate from the school, right? Uh, yes, it is. It actually goes through Original 1265, which is the connecting label of Dime. Oh, that's great. So how did you get into that? Uh, how did I get into the internship? Yeah. Uh, well, I had to write an essay why I actually wanted this internship, um, what I wanted to learn, um, being part of a indie record label. And I was one of the selected students um, that was picked to, uh, to be part of the internship program. That's so cool. Do you want to eventually have your own label? Um, I wouldn't be opposed to it if yeah. that's what comes my way. But um, I'm a songwriter first um, and an entrepreneur. And that's, uh, that's really what I would like to do is uh, go through life and make a living as a songwriter. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, so I, what I'm going to probably do is just ask some general questions and then, you know, whoever wants to answer it. And then I'll go through. So that, you know, I don't want to put anyone on the spot, okay? Um, We're but used to it. You're used to it? Yeah, yeah that's true. Very you guys are students. Like, go up I, there, I sing, do there your you thing, go. come back down. You're oh, fine. You know, be judged while you're doing it. Well, you know what? We're going to start with you, Olivia. Then. Okay. <laughs> oh, actually, your song. So you wrote the song Easy. Yeah, and I sing album. on it as well. Um, well, tell me how this whole project came about. Like, how, how did you guys, were you guys part of the first and second uh, album that they had? I was. I had a song on the second. You did? Yeah. Well, how does it work? Like, how does a project like this come about? First of all, I you have to be a student, obviously, mm-hmm. to participate, right? Yeah. Um. Every year, like, around the time that they're looking to get the album together, they have a submission process for all mm-hmm. the students. And 
yeah, you submit a demo pretty much of any kind that you have recorded, and they choose about 12 of them, I think, 10 to 12 of them. Mm-hmm. And so do the songs, what's the criteria? You you have to obviously have written the song yourself. Yeah, just an original song pretty much, and, mm-hmm. you know, they let you be creative. And so, are the, so the songs that are on this album, are these songs, were they specifically written for this album, or... No. They were songs that you Just guys... songs that we had written that we submitted. Okay. So and your that. song, Easy, mm-hmm. um, when I listened to that song, I it kind of... I was thinking of Cry Me a River a little bit. Okay. Does that... Like, what were the influences with that song? Uh, my influences are Adele and okay. Etta James. And oh, yeah. kind of like that. Okay. Uh, Billie Holiday. Yeah. Like, those are my influences. So, so really I wasn't like, off. No, you were really off. Not at all. Okay, because yeah. that's the... And the thing I liked about this album was how different they all were. Yeah. Like, there's no specific genre, which is fantastic. So this album is for everybody. So yeah. did you guys know each other before you started working on this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the year. We, yeah. we all know really? each other. We're kind yeah. of like a huge family. We all stuck oh, together. Really? So yeah. Because yeah, oh. we're in a cohort method. What is so it? we all study, like, we all take the same classes at the same time with the same teachers. So it doesn't matter what you're majoring in? You well, specific classes. So as for vocal majors, which are the ones that I can speak for, yeah. we have certain classes that we have to take. Mm-hmm. So, like, singing classes, like, technique and improv, and, like, live performance. And we all take those together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. we're all pretty much together all the time. <laughs> so how did you guys find out that your song was chosen? We got an email. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank you for that email. Best. I love yeah, I think that George email. actually told me. Yeah. <laughs> who, who told you? George right here. George, because you don't, like, re- you don't like, read your emails, A villain. For some reason, no. I don't picture you reading your emails. <laughs> I'm always making music. Yeah, yeah there you go. Do, That's a good one. <laughs> um, so George told you you made it, huh? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, really? That's sweet. <laughs> that, that is really cool. And so... Um, I can't see your... Sorry. Oh, Angelo. So you were on it on the second one as well, yeah, right? Yeah, um, that was a band I had put together then called Siva. It was a song I wrote, too, and submitted that. We uh, did it for that. And then now, like, just, you know, stuff happened over the year. You know, you live and you learn. Yeah. And uh, I had a new project coming together and just a few songs. So they let you submit, of, like, multiple songs, too. Oh, they do? Yeah, like, okay. I think two yeah. Okay. So and then they picked one of the two. So And yeah, then when cool. so when you got the email, was it just did they list everybody on the email that mm-hmm. was yeah. gonna yeah. be on this? Yeah. Okay, just, so you got to see your peers then. Yeah. And mm-hmm. You guys Definitely. go out and celebrate and I went out and called my mom. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I texted yeah. my parents, that was it. <laughs> it is it's really exciting. <laughs> so what are you guys doing on Friday? To release this, we're performing a party. all the songs. <laughs> Where's the party? At? It's at our school. Okay, at Dime. Is mm-hmm. it the yeah. underground? Um, mm-hmm. There's yep. a listening lounge. I know before, but then there's also the performance, which is in the underground. And a, um, do you buy tickets for it, or what do you do? It's free. It's free. It's yep. open. Oh, to the it public. is free. Mm-hmm. Is really? Coming? Yeah. And what time? It's mm-hmm. at seven, and seven I think o'clock. it ends at like ten or eleven. Okay, or, so how are you guys? Do each of you have a band? Like, how is that going to work? Mm-hmm. We how does this work? Get, with we have so many performers at our school, mm-hmm. like okay. drummers, guitars, mm-hmm. bassists, and that's how we get our bands together. Right. Some of us are actually singing to a track, 
Some of okay. us have a live band. Okay. So, so we just our- ask somebody, like, hey, can you play this instrument for me? And they're like, yep, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah so- that's one of, like, the best parts of being in a music school is at any time you have an instrumentalist, like, right next door to you. Oh, yeah. isn't that nice? Yeah, yeah. it's, like, a blessing. Wow. You can just be like, hey, learn the song, and then they'll yeah. do it. <laughs> they, they would love to, of course, because yeah. they're here for the same reason we are, you know, yeah. to get out there and perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you probably exactly. have a lot of people coming then um, Friday because there's quite a few of you guys on this. What, yeah. 12, 12 people, 11 people? So you're going to have your friends, family, mm-hmm. everybody else. And are you guys selling the CD Friday? Yeah. Yes. And how much is the CD? Ten. Ten dollars. Yeah. Oh, that's a great deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys, um, and you have. Well, what else is going to be happening on Friday night? Like, what can people expect? You can expect a party. Okay. Much. You can hear yeah. all the lo- the songs live. Actually, not all of them. Some of them live, right? And mm-hmm. eight of them. Ten. Ten right. live. Nine. nine. I'm just yeah. one of the numbers. Yeah. One of yeah. the worst okay. numbers. But come out and see what's 21. happening in Detroit. Yeah. You know, this is an amazing place, an amazing school. There's mm-hmm. a lot of talented artists here, and mm-hmm. come support us. You know, yeah. we make also, it for you. It's really cool that we have a stage in our basement, like a venue in the basement of the school. So oh, cool. a bar that's, too. Yep. Oh, really yeah. convenient. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need Get to say that yeah, because that's really important. There's a bar. Yeah. There is a bar. <laughs> yeah, people always want to go more when there's alcohol. Yeah. 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 Well, especially with music. Right. Yeah, you, you have a drink, you get loose, and you start dancing to all the songs. That's awesome. Exactly. And now um, there's a rumor that there's a big publicist coming or something? Or We actually um, have a publicity agency out of mm. New York, BMF wow. Media, who's working this project internationally. And also to mention that um, this is an album that was recorded by not only Dime Detroit students, but our Dime Online component Um, college, I mean, institutional students as well. So two of the students located or featured on the album, uh, Constantine uh, Yaya, as well as uh, Andy Basiola, are from the UK. Wow, no So unfortunately, they won't be here to perform their songs, but the other nine acts will be performing. How exciting. Mm -hmm. Well, congratulations. And and like I said, I initially intended on just listening to a few of the songs because I was working on the interview and, you know, so I thought, well, I'm going to just, I wanted to get a feel for it. And I ended up listening to all the songs and <laughs> oh, I loved them. And, and I, I, it, I can't get over the talent too. It's got to be a little intimidating, I would think, to be performing with people that are that you know is good i actually love actually, it i think it makes me better i, I was does it yeah. i think they have to be good you know you but like be good in a way none of us are the same and, so, and yeah right. and there's really almost like no competition well there is obviously there's competition in the music industry right it's like the main thing usually right. but um for us i think it's totally different because we all just are there to help each other too and you can't compare one singer to the other because yeah. we all sound completely different yeah, <laughs> yeah. i feel like any nerves might come from for me, at least, I know it comes from excitement and the joy I get to do what we're doing. So, yeah, yeah. so that's fantastic. Um, now, how long have you, George, been with Dime? What did you say? This is. I just started my second year with everybody, mostly here. Your second year. So, who's on their third year though? The okay, um, Angelo, yeah, yes, right. <laughs> okay, and Noel, right? Oh, yeah, no. Um, so, what? Let me ask you, what, what's been the, the most valuable lesson for you since you've started with Dime? Um, just to be on top of your game at all times. And, you know, they got a million great people, like as all the instructors, a million great musicians and all the students too. And everyone's just pushing each other to be better and be professional. You know, that's what mm-hmm. it's all about. And also not 
to like always jump on an opportunity when it comes up like if there's an audition if there's absolutely anything you can get involved with to do it because it's mm-hmm. only helpful so you've learned to um stretch the comfort zone huh yeah definitely. um what was your music career like before you started with dime like what were you doing were you in a um, band what yeah i was in like many bands playing tons of shows since i was like 12 years old all around the state pretty much and I just wasn't that great at, like, you know, the business aspect, like having a plan and just being able to manage all of it and, you know, knowing that there's roles, like, that you don't have to do everything yourself, you know. So then, you know, once I got in the business program at Dime, it really opened my eyes up to, like, a lot of things I was doing wrong and what I can do better. And Did it, did it um, change the direction of what you want to pursue now in music? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, there, I've had a few, you know, times where, you know, I thought stuff was like I was doing stuff right. You know, I thought this was a thing, you know. And then it turns out, you know, you Dime really helps you open up your eyes with all the knowledge you get, you know, yeah. from the staff and, you know, just knowing what the trends are and knowing what the best possible way to, you know, succeed in the industry pretty much. So what direction do you want to go into? Because you're studying entrepreneurship, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I just love music in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I just will be happy if I can do, you know, pretty much anything in the industry and get and make a living on it, you know? So that's why I'm so doing this. So you love this. all aspects yeah, of Yeah, I'm doing this mm-hmm. degree so I can, like, you know, I, I obviously want to pursue my performing career first. But okay. I'm going to, you know, I'll have, you know, a degree to fall yeah. back and do a million things in the industry, you know? Well, let me ask you guys, um, and you could just, whoever wants to answer, but do you see yourself as an entrepreneur? In a lot of ways, I would say yes. Okay. Um, coming up with some of the things that we've learned at Dime already in just the first year, and also outside of the school, I happen to have a job that helps me understand how a small business works. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you see a lot of similarities with trying I, to launch a music career and watching somebody who has a business, even if it's not related to music? Yeah, you have to just be mindful, and you know, you have to care about your product. You have to care mm-hmm. about your 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 um, audience. Right. You know, it's all it's all very important, and um, it takes your fans are your customers. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and at the same time, you know, I feel in the business, you know, to be genuine with that product. And, you know, we, I feel like uh, everybody at this table is trying to put out something honest, Mm -hmm. something they believe in. And I feel like a product is that much more substantial when you have that kind of uh, input. Right. Anybody else? Yeah. I feel like I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, I started my own studio right on my house. Yeah. And uh, I'm her manager. You know, we're trying to. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So. A villain and Deja Blue. Anything I can get my hands in, I try to, you know, dabble with that's fantastic would you say you were an entrepreneur first or an artist uh yeah they kind of go hand in hand right you know it's a business mm-hmm. you know every song we make is a product we need to sell to the customers and you gotta please your customers right. that's how that's, you gotta work it now did you guys get that mindset from starting with dime or did uh, you i probably had it before but dimes helped me you know hone enhance in on it, it yeah. and mm-hmm. get better at it interesting um what kind of support group do you have outside of Dime? Because it's clear that 
within Dime, it sounds like you guys have a really good, strong mm-hmm. support group. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but my experience in the business is that um, people that are not connected to the, the industry really have no clue what mm-hmm. the process is. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I have kids in the music business, and, and I've had friends that are always say, well, what's their backup plan? They see the tip oh, of the iceberg. The That's all they question. see. They don't see all the hard work that goes yeah. into every right. song. They see the MP3 <laughs> right. that comes out. You know? Right. I mean, there's yeah. so much more than just that. Right. There's band practice. And, and so, you know? so if somebody says that to you, like, or for example, like Angela, if I'm sure people are saying, well, what are you going to do after Dime? How do you handle that? Well, I mean, I, I think the you know the wealth of knowledge and connections that dime gives to you you know almost you know ensures that you're going to be able to do something you know in the future after school and uh that's one of the great things about it because they just constantly have people coming in and you know new opportunities they post you know opportunities like to jump right. on job opportunities every week yeah much. i know i yeah. looked at your website and i can't get over how much stuff goes on and just, you know, some of the experiences and some of the people that they bring in. That's mm-hmm. just amazing. Mm-hmm. But how do you explain it to people outside of that circle? Or have you found that your circle has changed since you've become oh, yeah. a student? It has? Definitely changed. Oh, in which way? Um, Who'd you I, ditch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many. No, yeah. I wouldn't ditch any of my friends. They're all so lovely, and they've all been very supportive. Have they? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I do mean, you- some have not quite understood why I chose this path and what benefit I could get out of it. How do you explain that? I have to go with what I think is best for me. I have to go with what I feel is going to be something I'm going to be happy with. I don't Mm -hmm. want to sit at a nine to five job and say, oh, I'm okay with what I'm doing. Right. I, I can, I could file this paperwork one more time or I can go out and follow my dreams and say, you know what? I went out there, I tried, and I did my best, and look at what I've done. Good for you. Like writing a song. Who knew yeah. <laughs> that it would be on an album a year later yeah. d- after starting school? I didn't. I couldn't have ever predicted that. Now, were you, think... were you writing songs before you started with Dime? Yeah, I was, but I was only putting them out on like Facebook or something, and my family would say, like, oh, that was good. Yeah. That was okay. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted more out of it. I right. wanted something out of being a singer and a songwriter. So it's just the fact that you have to have that support system outside, but I think the support system inside is what has really pushed me to do yeah. what I've done so far. Well, and you're with like-minded people who can relate to the challenges and the obstacles. And you guys yeah. know this is a, it's a process. I mean, mm-hmm. this... It, it, there's no such thing as overnight success. Right. I mean, in anything, you know, but this, especially in this industry, it's Even just the long road. Even a million times, like, oh, this person was out of nowhere overnight. It's like, no, they put in no. years of right. work <laughs> and right. effort to right. do that. When like, you, you start looking know. at, exactly, when you start reading about them and you start learning the history, yeah. it's there's no overnight success. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Allie, give Hi. me an idea <laughs> of what your classes are like with vocal performance like what do you do in a vocal performance class um well there are two different aspects of vocal performance there's there's the vocal and then there's the performance which most of the time they go hand in hand but you can Mm -hmm. separate them too and it's really important to just look at the vocals um because technique is a huge thing and we have a class called technique and improv and we learn 
the correct vocal technique, which is crucial to being a vocalist mm-hmm. because there are so many vocalists that, you know, ruin their voices without right. even knowing. So um, it's really nice to have that first and then to work on the performance, not really after, but to, you know, separate them at first and then put them together. But um, we had a class last semester or last year called Live Performance Workshop where we were given a song each week to learn and then we perform it at the end of the week with our classmates, like guitarists, drummers, bassists. Oh, wow. Um, so that was really awesome. We just started class this week. This is our first week of classes. And we don't have that class, but we have a class called Artist Inquiry. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what it is because we haven't had it yet. Okay. But, <laughs> um, but that's the vocal classes that we have to do. And then we have to do theory... And we took a piano class. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So how important is the performance part of it? It's really important Um, because you can have an incredible voice. But if you kind of just if you're not connected with the audience, if you're not engaging anyone. Right. Then it's, you know. Right. But um, the performance is so, so important. And I've gotten so much better at performing in just one year. Wow. So. So when you guys watch other people like outside of Diamond, if you go to concerts, do you study them? Do you are you yeah. are you analyzing <laughs> oh, yeah. everything that they're doing? Yep, and exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, Antea would have killed them, really. <laughs> <laughs> or like Tiana would have said, don't do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or even like you enjoy it that much more because you can tell where they're at and what kind of work they put in mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know it seems like some people have it naturally, but even still, like oh, yeah. there's so much. Behind yeah, it. there's so mm-hmm. much behind it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't it, it? It is mind blowing to me to to watch how much work goes into doing one show, like even mm-hmm, an yeah. hour show. I mean, it's it's a lot to be able to go out there and 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 you know you've got to connect with people and they're busy on their phones and they're talking to each other and there's all this other stuff going on and you've got to be able to handle it and still play like you're you've got a million people there mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. that's a skill yeah that's amazing people want so, to be entertained yeah and i also i feel like uh a part of some of what we've learned at dime is how to talk to the crowd how to mm-hmm. even pull in more attention yeah just especially if you have music with a message or anything like that right um it's important to be able to engage your audience like yeah. Allie was saying mm-hmm. yeah and that that's not easy mm-hmm. no like how do oh, somebody's looking what sorry <laughs> how how do you how do you learn that though how do you learn to hang? um well before dime i'd spent time in and out of bands and um doing my own things solo performing as a songwriter and singer and it just takes doing it um it takes you can practice in front of the mirror. You can practice mm-hmm. recording yourself. You can look at others' artists. L- luckily, we have YouTube. That's such a blessing. We can right. actually check out live performances right. outside of watching TV. And do you TV, do that? You know? Do you study other people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, do. I do. Mm-hmm. And I, it's beneficial. It's beneficial. Mm-hmm. Do you learn how to read a crowd? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's key. Gosh, if you can read a, a crowd, that's... That's huge. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, let's start off with we're going to play one of the songs now on the Dime Sessions Volume 3 album that is coming out this Friday, the 25th, and they're going to have a show at 7 o'clock. It's free, and uh, everybody's going to perform Friday night. So, um, yeah, go hang out in Detroit. Sounds It's an awesome album. So let's play Purple. Purple. 
Wow. Okay, so I thought Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin when I heard that song. Yes. Yes? Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I, and I listened to it a couple times because I I thought, okay, is, is it because it's called Purple? or And that is an awesome song. Thank now, you. are you doing the vocals? Too? Yeah, I actually, I played drums, guitar, and did the vocals on that. You um, did? Yeah. You did the guitar, too? Yeah, not the lead guitar. That's my buddy Chris Terry, dime mm-hmm. student. Well, he did a great job, too. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, so you did the rest of it, huh? Yeah. Now, did you have this song already done, or did you write this for the um, album? Oh, uh, yeah, I wrote it actually, like... I wrote it like the day after Prince died. Like that's oh you yeah did? that's who, that's what the song's about. That's oh, who it's wow. about. So I had that written for a little bit, and it was one of the couple that I had submitted, you know, for the album. Yeah. Now, are you working on an EP at all, or yeah? What do you have going on? Um, I actually have an EP done. I'm just uh, getting all the you know fine details together, and and get is it ready. with um, other students from Dime or um sort of? Uh, Chris Terry's on it too, my uh, friend from Dime, guitarist. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's pretty much me on every instrument. Wrote all the songs, vocals, wow. and then I'm gonna get a band together to you know play it live hopefully by the end of the year. Wow. Now, so do you guys have um, projects going on outside of Dime as well? Or or is everything that you work on pretty much? Me and uh, Deja Blue pretty much do our own solo acts, and we're uh, putting out music videos on Facebook and YouTube constantly, Instagram. So did you two meet at Dime and start working together from Dime? Yep. Okay. And so what kind of music do you you guys Uh, uh, do? Hip-hop, pop. She does almost like an Amy Winehouse vibe. Jazz oh. pop crossover. Jazz pop crossover? Yeah, like a jazz pop crossover, oh, like cool. a Rihanna, Amy Winehouse influence. Oh, nice. With a modern flair to it. Twist. Kinda, yeah. And so how did it work out where you started managing her? Uh, I literally just heard her voice, and I was like, come here. And you just, <laughs> you just said, I'm, I'm your new manager. Yeah, and she just went, okay. Come here. <laughs> Do you guys collaborate? All the time. Yeah. No, I mean, like, are you guys doing a song together? Oh uh, yeah, Anthem of Detroit. Our song on there is the song okay. we wrote together. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and w- what about the rest of you guys after doing this um, album? Have you guys crossed over and collaborated to do some separate projects? Anybody mm-hmm. in here working together? Actually, I, I'm on drums on the Granger song. Yeah. Too. Oh, you are? Yeah, a lot of us like play in each other's bands and. Uh, pitch in for sure mm-hmm. yep so angelo um plays drums on angelo plays drums on my song pushing too okay um and then uh frank harrington who is also on the album with his uh group brother son um he plays guitar on my song as well so we, there's a lot of like collaboration for sure wow that is really cool yep. it's just neat to see artists work like that instead of um you being know working against yeah being yeah. in competition i mean it just seems like you guys really get it that it's you need a group of people to help you succeed you know when you guys are all helping each other i used to be so closed off by myself as a producer and i would all always like do everything myself which is a cool ability but then when i came to the school it was like so freeing to be able to like give the reins to other people because they're so creative too so it's like wow like two creative minds really are better than one right right well and you know what the truth is that in any field you go into nobody ever gets 
successful by themselves. Mm-hmm. You need a there's, team. there's always, always a team. Yeah. Always. A lot of times you don't see the team. They're behind the scenes, but there's always a team. Always. So it's great that you guys are doing that. I would imagine that aside from the collaborations, you guys are also probably establishing some pretty good long term friendships here. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. We have family. <laughs> yeah, What's we're that? family. <laughs> Oh, we're family, yeah. Me and him have our little car sessions. Yeah, I got. We've met. I've met like my best friends, and like I, I call them family. Like here, like definitely, we're all just mm-hmm. so close. And like you said, like the collaborating. I'm always trying to help. Like I'm like, oh, I'll sing a song for you. I'll sing this. I just, I love it. And it's always, it's amazing to be like around, like you said, like minded people because they yeah. we all want to do do something. You know. Yeah. I think that in, like right now, especially particularly in this like climate especially the political climate we're in yeah. like it's always important to let your music be your message and i think that's something that we all do not only let your music be your message but let like you have to say something you have to speak up you have to believe in something and i think right. that's something we all do and I, that's what i love about like each and every one of us we have we may not have the same views but we all have views and we right. have something you know <laughs> right. to say right and and music seems to be sort of like the thing that really does the language that does really connect people yeah. you know and get rid of the barriers right definitely wow that's so cool, Noel. We were talking before um, everybody got here, and tell me a little, tell us a little bit about your history because you actually went to Berkeley for a while too. Yeah, I went to the Ber- uh, Berkeley summer program, um, and before that, I I've been playing music since I was ten years old. Um, within the first three months of me learning how to play the guitar, uh, I started writing music, um, very folky sort of stuff, and I. It was always just kind of a cool outlet for me, um, and eventually, I got together with a few friends one day, and we we all played music. Um, a lot of them were rappers, um, more hip hop artists, and I was I was kind of that folk guy. Um, and we're like, you know what? Can we can we actually do something with this? Can we try to make a living? And we decided to give it a try. And I started going out playing shows uh, and getting into studios as well as uh, my friends started doing there and. Um, it wasn't until um, a few uh, about a, t- a year or two later, one of my best friends who goes to Berkeley College of Music uh, was talking to me about, it and I was like, "You're going to school for music? That's a thing." <laughs> and and I went there and I, I had, did their summer program, and um, I had already heard about Dime, and I had auditioned for them, and I realized that I just I needed a bit of a smaller environment, something new, something fresh, and I love Detroit. Detroit mm-hmm. is my home. Um, I've been living down in Courttown for three. This is uh, my third year uh, there, and you just like there's so much music, so much going on. Um, and Dime, Dime is my home. Um, it's just what, it's a what great was place. it about Dime that you connected with that you didn't really connect with when you went to Berkeley? It was there was a lot like the variation of songwriters that like you could really get into an intimate setting with because there's I think about a hundred students at dime um, right now and you know we all know each other like you, meet nice. a, you get it you get to know each other on a personal level and that's just so important me as a songwriter because you get to hear people's stories mm. and I'm a songwriter and stories yeah. are yeah. everything to me you right. know I can I can hear someone say one thing, tell me like about their past, about like, and you go home and write about it. Yeah, yeah. So you know that's a it's a good tip. If you ever uh, 
are talking to a songwriter, just know we're probably going to end up writing a song about you. Oh, <laughs> please write one about me. Please do. <laughs> just not like one like Taylor Swift writes. So yeah, write not all an her angry ex. one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll write a nice one. <laughs> yeah. well, well, hers aren't really angry, are they? Are they just mm, they're I mean, about the ex-boyfriend her all the time? Her one song is like called Bad Blood. So I oh, mean, yeah. Wasn't that about Katy Perry? Yeah. Oh, oh was it? Yeah. Gosh, she's hitting on everybody. Oh, oh yeah. Man. That's okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Um, all of you had to go through the audition process to get into Dime, right? Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. What was that like? Somebody just. Oh man, I could. Uh, it was rough for me. It was. It was totally it was. rough. Yeah. Um, my my vocals at the time were not great. Um, I didn't know that though. Um, you thought you were good. I thought I was pretty good. Um, but it it was it was nerve wracking, and but at the same time, like it was. Um, I had it with Elise McCoy, and she made me feel pretty comfortable at the same time. And I just, I just played a few songs that I had, and um, and there really wasn't much said uh, about it, except until afterwards, uh, she left the room and came back and told me that I was accepted. And um, so, were you really waiting in the room by yourself then? I was. She, I was. It, <laughs> oh, geez. that's nerve wracking. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Did you go down to the audition by yourself, or did you have did. somebody with you? No, I went down by myself. Wow. Yep. And uh, and how long did the audition take? I think it might have, I don't think it was over an hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it might have been like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you found out you were accepted, and had you already applied for what you wanted to study, or did that happen after? Yeah, I um, through part of the audition process talking about what um, you actually want to study mm-hmm. um, there at Diamond songwriting was um, what I wanted to study. And so, it, when your friends say to you, "Okay, you're graduating from Dime as a songwriter," what are you going to do? What What do you tell them? So, I, I do have quite a lot of friends who are musicians and are going to music school. Um, that makes and, it easier. Yeah, that that does mm-hmm. make it easier. But you know, I have a few friends that um, that aren't artists, or mm-hmm. if they are artists, it's just not. It's their it's their side hustle. With me, that's it's yeah. my main hustle, um, mm-hmm. and it is. Uh, they do talk to me about it. And what I have to tell them is that being a musician isn't just being a musician. It's also being a businessman or woman. And it you have there's so many different jobs in the music industry that right. the likelihood that you're just going to be ending up doing one. Like, you know, it would be great to be able to tour and make a, a sustainable living doing that. But it's not – the truth is is it's not likely that everyone that everyone's going to be able to do that. So you might be able to do that for part of the time. You might have to work at a record label the other part, the other part of the time too and work at a bar. You might have five jobs or more mm-hmm. within the music industry just to make that sustainable living. Um, and so that's really what I, I talk to some of my friends about is saying that this is how I'm going to make a living. And it's going to be in music, but it's not just playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, well said. I mean, the good thing about it is – is that there is so much you can do in the music business and in the entertainment business. Have any of you ever thought about quitting? Every day, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't There's believe no you. B. There's no plan B. I love it. There's no plan, no plan B? No plan B ever. Good for no. you. That is that true, would you say, for most of you? Yeah. If it is, I don't know what it is. 
Okay. <laughs> I would, I would so. say Dime really instills in us that, like, if you are determined that you're going to make it happen in this industry and you're going to be, you know, this is what you really want to do, then it's going to happen. So. And your plan B needs to be just like plan mm-hmm. A, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I totally agree with that. That's awesome. We're going to play Pushing 2 right now because I know we're getting low on time. So, um, And this is by Granger. Yes. Yes. Granger, indeed, pushing too. What yes. was the uh, influence? Um, honestly, probably a lot of stuff that most um, of our listeners would not know. <laughs> um, bands like Balance and Composure, um, Citizen, Title Fight, kind of like Nish. Oh. Um, and I was thinking Green yeah. Day. Okay, uh, I was I can thinking see Weezer. That. Okay, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. all right. Well, we're, we're kind of there. We're it's here. probably there. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> good Ish. job. Yeah. That was awesome. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that, um, Frankie. We haven't heard from you. Come on, I'm going to make you talk, Frankie. Yes. Yes. Um, what, 
if you if I ask you, um, give me three things that you think it takes to have a sustainable career in the music industry. What do you what would you say? Uh, dedication, mm. commitment. And consistency. Wow. Those were excellent. She didn't even pause. I know. <laughs> she doesn't say anything the whole time. And then that was excellent. Thank and how long have you been with Dane? Uh, second year. Second year. And how's it going for you? Very well. I Honestly, I came in open like mm-hmm. a book and absorbing everything like a sponge Good is more like an overstimulation of information. Really? I don't know where to apply it. Definitely. I don't know how to apply it. And I'm still figuring it out. So that's okay. Yeah. You've only been there two years. What's different though since you started compared to what you were doing before? I mean, were you in a band before? Were you a solo artist before you got into Dime? I was working with another artist, and then eventually I ventured off, went solo. I wanted to do this mm-hmm. for as an actual career. Um, I waited for a year at least for Dime to have the financial aid so I could go Mm -hmm. to the school. I've had so many people come in my face forcing me to go to different colleges. Do this, do that. You don't have a job. What are you doing with your life? I'm waiting and I'm going to go to Dime. So that's what I did. Good Good for you. you. Congratulations. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Well, you guys, Friday night, Detroit, it's a big release party. Yes. I would love to be there, but I am going to be in Cape Cod, but God, I wish I could be there. Um, it sounds like you guys are going to have a blast, and congratulations on your success. Thank you. And Thank you. Uh, I, I would love to have you guys back and just follow your careers, especially like those of you that are going into business, the business side of it. I'm real curious as to you know what what you learn and what you do and Sabrina I can tell you have something to say (laughs) yes I just want to say thank you all for doing such a great job on this album I cannot wait for the world to hear it Um, but I really want to do a special thank you and a shout out to the producers who worked very hard with these students on this album uh, that is Elise McCoy who yes. was really yeah. really really yeah. uh, the the Trojan who the jockey who wrote uh, this horse, awesome. horse on in mm-hmm. she's a phenomenal uh, musician and yep. uh, producer also our president Kevin Nixon and Olivia had the wonderful opportunity of having her album her song produced by him oh wow uh, Drew Schultz was also a major producer on this album as well as uh, one of our other well-known uh, producers in the city, Quentin Denard, who worked with Frankie, uh, Frankie P on her song as well. So I just want to, you know, give them a shout out as well. And again, thank you yeah. all for doing such a great job. Oh, shout out Sabrina. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah, congratulations, you guys. Congratulations. Yeah, Sabrina's hustling. Mm-hmm. We're hustling going to um, close the show with Dear America, and that's by Devin Woodson. Yeah. Beautiful song. Oh, thank you. When did you write that? Um, I didn't actually write it. Actually, one of our my friends and one of the other students, uh, Alex Lex Alexis Rhymes, wrote it. She wrote it. We um, and she asked me to sing on it, and I just mm-hmm. I heard it and I just fell in love with it. I love the message. Yeah. She knew what I oh, wanted yeah. to do, so it was perfect timing. Yeah, for perfect that song, timing. Huh? Yeah. Okay, but before we close, real quick, do I do I have like two minutes or no? Do uh, I have a minute? One minute. One minute. I was going to just do a little really quick pop quiz here. How well do you know your founders? Of oh, dying. No. Okay. No. So real, real quick, I'll just do a couple of They're them. They're out of school. Okay. We can test. Yeah. So Kevin Nixon came from a family of musicians. His uncles were Drum. A, punk rockers, B, jazz musicians, or C, they were part of the UK's first hip hop group. B. Jazz. A. 
I would say B. B. Jazz. I was really hoping for punk rock. Sarah Clayman. Uh, her backup plan before she got into music was A, she wanted to be a scientist, B, a nun, or oh C, a helicopter pilot or beautician. She went back and forth. A? I feel like a C. Yeah, I'm really like C. C. I feel like it C? might be C. C. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Uh, let's see. Just one more real quick. Um, so the, their concept for the music school started um, when they were having conversation. A, it was... Um, at the new Starbucks in London, B, at Buckingham Palace during the changing of the guards, or C, it was at a local pub? Oh, it's definitely C. It's they were definitely like it's at a pub. It's got to be C. 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 Yeah. C. <laughs> got it. Got it. All right. Well, you guys, you guys know him pretty good. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, good luck with everything. Congratulations. Uh, in the Dime Sessions, uh, Volume 3 album will be available this Friday. And again, you can... Go to the show in Detroit. It's a free show. They do have a bar, and everybody's going to be performing. Or you can get it on Spotify, Amazon. What else? Apple Music. Apple Music. Title. Title. And it's only $10, and you will love this music because I listened to all of it, and I didn't mean to. <laughs> so, And we have to wrap it up. So, you guys, good luck Friday. Have fun. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks yeah, for being here. See you Thank all you. Friday. Love me home.